Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. Pandemic years decrease U.S. life expectancy. So life expectancy in the United States was first reliably measured in 1860 when the average American lifespan was about 40 years old. Can you believe that? No. Like, you got life started really early. People got married early. It's they like, kids early because lifespan was 40. I'm on my way out right? <laughs> in this case. <laughs> Since then, besides notable dips for the Civil War, the great influenza epidemic of 1918 and two world wars, the United States has consistently seen increases in estimated life expectancy. Given that, it's easy to assume that increasing life expectancy is a trend that we will continue to enjoy. However, unfortunately, once again, we are sliding backwards because this is America. Right, right. With America's life expectancy at birth decreasing over the past three consecutive years, this year's life expectancy figure has dipped 0.9 years from last year's, totaling 2.7 year decline since 2019. And spoiler alert, it did not happen equally across Oh, of course not. Across sex and ethnicity. Uh, so <laughs> so COVID-19 is partially to blame, making up roughly half of the decline. But even had we not experienced the pandemic, there were other contributing factors that would still have equated to year-on-year declines. These are primarily linked to increases in people dying from heart disease, liver disease, drug overdoses, and other accidental deaths, as well as suicides. So this is referred to as deaths of despair, mm. which is a relatively new thing that we've seen in the U.S. that disproportionately affect middle-aged people. Again, hope you and I on our way out. <laughs> people often assume that decreasing life expectancy is primarily tied to adults not living to even older ages. However, the largest contributing factor is actually tied to the survival of children and young people because death at a younger age can take away more years of potential life than death at an older age. Our current decreasing life expectancy is mostly tied to middle-aged folks dying at earlier stages of their lives than they might have in the past. So one of the somewhat shocking aspects of this is that America has lost its standing as having one of the highest life expectancies in the world. So for many decades, it was in the top 10 in the world or even the top five. But now it stands at 46th out of the 193 countries which report reliable data. That leaves us behind countries like Cuba, Lebanon and Poland. They have all surpassed us in the recent years. Another country that notably passed us this year is China. While the methods which the U.S. and China use to measure life expectancy vary, with all things being equal, 
Experts are now saying that this year, China's life expectancy has likely now surpassed that of the United States. So what makes all this so shocking, i.e. not so shocking, is (laughs) is not the fact that countries around the world have populations that are living longer. That's a great thing um, and a testament to health measures which have been rolled out in those countries. What's shocking is that the United States spends more per capita on healthcare than any other country in the world. And some of the countries which have surpassed us in life expectancy invest significantly less. In 2020, the per capita cost of healthcare was $12,530. In Costa Rica, where the average person lives a year longer, the per capita cost was $922, which is one-tenth of what we pay in the U.S. And as we've said a million times before, the reason why the healthcare costs in the U.S. are so much goes directly into profits. Mm-hmm. We, as a healthcare system, prioritize our profits, and mm-hmm. by ours, not yours and mine. Not ours, ours. right. right. <laughs> we prioritize profits over people. And by we, of course, not you and I, Hope, mm-hmm. right? By we, mm-hmm. we're talking as a society. We can turn this around tomorrow if we mm-hmm. choose to. Mm-hmm. We just don't have the capacity to do so. Right. When a decrease in life expectancy is seen, it represents an increase in premature mortality. Reasons for this in the U.S. include limited access to health care, Failure to prevent gun violence. (sighs) Unhealthy food, which translates to rising numbers of children who are obese and diabetic. Drugs like fentanyl, which result in a higher number of drug overdoses and mental health problems resulting in death. The increase in drug overdoses and suicides is thought to be partly due to the stress of the pandemic. So experts hope that these may also subside with the direct health challenges caused by COVID-19. We can't close out this topic without also noting that in America, the difference between life expectancy in the healthiest and least healthy counties vary by over 20 years. If you're born in Oglala, Lakota County in South Dakota, you're estimated to live only to 66.8 years old. However, if you're born in Summit County, Colorado, you're expected to live to the ripe old age of 87. This kind of discrepancy and our explanations for it is the reason why you hear us talk about this over and over again here on Noise Filter. Until we're blue in the face. Yes, until we're blue in the face. We have to do better. We need to do better for the poorest and most vulnerable, the most health-challenged Americans that are amongst us. We need to do better for the country as a whole, and we need to continue to work to get those costs down. Hope, I know this is something we talk about a lot, but here's a a really interesting uh, fact about what happened in America in the turn of the 19th century as we did two things that increased life expectancy significantly. One was clean water. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. having clean water increased Mm -hmm. life expectancy. And the second thing uh, into the 20th century was the advent of vaccines. Mm-hmm. Those two things, those two simple public health, what what are all those things we're referring to? Those are all infectious diseases, right? right. So right. Um, clean water, of course, uh, meant less diarrheal diseases, and that's mm-hmm. how people were dying at that, at that time. And mm-hmm. then, of course, the advent of vaccines uh, significantly decreased the presence of, of diseases that would oftentimes kill us, yellow fever, um, at the time, polio, mm-hmm. uh, smallpox, smallpox, smallpox mm-hmm. was a major killer at the time until we're able to recognize that Medicare for all is the solution 
Um, mm-hmm. We are going to continue to pay these incredible costs. I know we've talked about this before. You know, the statistic I usually use is ten thousand dollars. Now we saw in this article, or we saw in this, that it was twelve thousand five hundred. Mm-hmm. But the average American pays about twelve thousand dollars a year in healthcare costs. Right, the mm-hmm. rest of the world pays about five thousand dollars a year in healthcare. Mm-hmm. And where does that delta of seven thousand dollars go? That what profits. That's what drives the healthcare system for them to be able to not only have their windfall profits, but also be able to pay lobbyists in DC to make sure that the system continues to work for them. Right. If nothing else, the United States believes in the status quo. If nothing else, we can say the United States is good at is sticking with the status quo. Absolutely. Especially, especially, especially if it picks the winners that are currently on top Mm -hmm. right now. That's right. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Pickerson, at HopePickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefiltershow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your health care providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right. Right.